This is Town Square Sunday On Demand. And now, 1420 WBSM's Jim Phillips. Good morning and welcome to Town Square Sunday. I'm your host, Jim Phillips. This morning, we start off talking about sharks. That's right, sharks. And an upcoming fundraiser scheduled for later this month in Wareham. The fundraiser will benefit the Nautical Whalers Parenthead Club of Southeastern Massachusetts. That's an organization that the late singer Jimmy Buffett uh, made famous on a national level. There is a South Coast uh, or Southeastern Mass chapter as well. The club raises money for charity and performs community volunteer work. It also takes part in a variety of diverse social activities that promote the club's motto, to party with a purpose. Uh, On Saturday, January 20th, marine biologist Dr. Greg Skomel will be the main speaker at a presentation and book signing. Uh, 1 p.m. at the Onset Bay Center. That's at 186 Onset Avenue. And Dr. Skomel has done a lot of research on sharks and, in fact, has written a book on the matter, Chasing Shadows, My Life Tracking the Great White Shark. Greg Skomel joins me this morning. Good to speak with you, Greg. Hi, Jim. It's nice to be here. Um, Greg, do you consider yourself an expert on sharks? A lot of people consider you an expert, but how about yourself? Well, you know, I, I tend to shy away from the term expert, Jim, because, you know, I, I think there's so much we don't know. You know, I probably know a little bit more than the average person, but, you know, I've, I've got lots of questions. And until we answer them all, and I'm not likely to do that, I don't know if the term expert really applies. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, your work with the Division of Marine Fisheries. Well, I started with the division, you know, back in 1987, and which is a, a long time ago. Yeah. And um, and when I did so, I, I started a, a research pro- program uh, for the agency called the Massachusetts Shark Research Program with the intent of trying to learn as much as we can about our local shark species so that we can provide information to fisheries managers uh, and maintain their populations at healthy, sustainable levels. And so my research really, although it started in New England, has has spanned the globe and uh, been able to c- collaborate with folks uh, all over the world on a variety of shark species. But really, my central focus in recent years over the last decade or so has been the great white shark. How long have you been interested in uh, underwater sea life? Uh, when did that start? Well, I talk about it extensively in the book, but it started really when I, when I was a kid. And, and I like to describe it as really not outgrowing my fascination with sharks. A lot of kids, you know, dinosaurs, sharks, they're really cool. They love them. They, they think they're fascinating. And, and I was just like the average kid, but uh, I never outgrew that fascination. And I decided at an early age, you know, watching TV, seeing things like uh, Jacques Cousteau, who was an early explorer, you know, the movie Jaws, you know, other TV shows that, you know, I wanted to be, you know, a marine scientist. And so I, you know, that got embedded in my brain. And specifically, I really wanted to study sharks. So I guess I'm living the dream. Uh, I think you are. For a long time, the only connection with sharks seemed to be the movie Jaws, like you've mentioned. Uh, It was, sharks were in our, uh, you know, in in the periphery, so to speak. Um, But that's changed in recent years with more movies, for sure, but also more shark sightings off the Cape and other places. Um, Why do we see more sharks now? 
Well, historically, we've always had a dozen or so species of sharks that migrate into our New England waters each year, and then and they move south. Um, and typically, most of those species remain in offshore waters and were only encountered uh, typically by fishermen. Um, in recent years, we've seen some changes, and that is specific to great white sharks. And, and that's largely driven by a, a growing or restored uh, gray seal population here, um, specifically on Cape Cod. Um, you know, back in the, in the early 70s, uh, seal populations had been driven to the brink of extinction, as, as is the case in many, many whale populations. So the U.S. passed the Marine Mammal Protection Act, and that was in 1972. So it's been 50-plus years of protection for marine mammal species, and many of them are responding to that. And and specifically, the, the gray seal um, is now showing signs of recovery um, with recolonization of parts of, of Massachusetts. And, and, and if you increase their numbers, in essence, what you're doing is you're opening a restaurant for great white sharks, and they are taking notice. Uh, great way to put it, uh, Greg. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, Cape Cod is seeing more sharks. Anywhere else on the Massachusetts coastline? Well, you know, the, they have been encountered. So one of the things we've been doing, and I talk about it extensively in the book, is, you know, applying new techniques, new technologies to answer research questions. And one of the most common ones is, you know, are white sharks you know, evenly distributed in the summertime throughout Massachusetts. And so through our tagging, we've been able to demonstrate that the greatest densities occurs off the outer Cape, so those eastward-facing beaches of Cape Cod. But that's not to say that they also don't transit, you know, Cape Cod Bay, you know, the south shore, all the way up to our northern border and into the Gulf of Maine. It's just the numbers diminish as you move to the west and as you move north. Um, they really are densely concentrated where there are hot, large haul-outs of gray seals, and that primarily occurs off the eastern Cape. Now, have you tagged uh, many of these uh, sharks uh, in recent years, or uh, are, are you, is, there a, is there a number we can point to and say there are about that many sharks out there? Go yeah, ahead. yeah, we've been, we've been doing a, a number of different studies, and uh, um, We've tagged well over 300 uh, white sharks now since 2009. Um, but more specifically, we, we looked at actual numbers of white sharks to give, try to give folks and, you know, beach managers, the general public a sense of how many are we dealing with, you know. And, and the number we came up with, and this is for the time period from 2015 to 2018, um, is about 800 white sharks visited Massachusetts over that time period. And so, you know, that some people look at that number and say that's pretty high, but I think it's important for folks to realize they're not all there at the same time, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we've cataloged over 600 individuals, and you can find that catalog on, on the website of the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy, but, you know, they're not all here at once. Town Square Sunday, my name is Jim Phillips, and the guest is shark expert, uh, Dr. Greg Scoble. Uh, he's also a marine biologist. Uh, and he's the author of a book called Chasing Shadows, My Life Tracking the Great White Shark. He'll be a guest speaker at a fundraiser and book signing on January 20th, 1 p.m. at the Onset Bay Center, 186 
Onsen Avenue. Admission is $20. The event will benefit the Nautical Whalers Parenthead Club of Southeastern Massachusetts. And that's a group that does a lot of uh, charity work and performs community volunteer work as well. We'd like to talk about the book now, Greg, if, if you would, uh, which, by the way, you can purchase on January 20th and have signed by the author. What does that mean, Chasing Shadows? What's the title all about? Well, it's Jim, it's got a number of different meanings. I mean, it, it stems back, really, to my childhood dream to be a shark biologist. And, um, and as a young kid, sharks were like shadows to me. You know, um, you know I saw them on TV. I never really saw them in, in, in real life. Um, and so my dream as a child was to become a shark biologist. And, and then as I, you know, got older and began to experience these animals and specifically off of Cape Cod, you know, with the water clarity being what it is, they're relatively dark. Um, most of the time when we see these, these sharks, they really are just shadows below the surface. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and they're mysterious, you know, white sharks, uh, you know, most of us think of white sharks as the character in the movie Jaws, which is of course, you know, a fiction, you know, and just a horror film, but a good one, a really good one. Um, and there are some realities. And so, you know, the shadow aspect of, of white sharks is also the mysterious aspect of them. So was that mystery, uh, uh, and maybe an ability to help other people understand sharks Did that, is that why you, is that, did that prompt you to write the book? I should say. Yeah, I really did. I mean, the fact that we've learned so much over the last decade about this species and, and as I said, you know, a lot of people think of white sharks, they think of the movie jaws, which is, you know, not realistic. And so, in, in some ways, writing the book allows me to set the record straight about the realities of this species and the complexity of restoring a white shark population to an area that is has an economy based on tourism. You know, and and I don't shy away from the potential of shark attack, the fact that shark attacks have happened on Cape Cod and how we deal with them as a society. And as and I do it personally and professionally as a scientist um, as well. Well, let's talk about that for a moment, because uh, while it's admirable to uh, think about restoring the species, uh, species uh, certainly this is not a great bit of news for the gray seal population. And uh, yeah, there are some uh, there are some casualties where people getting hurt or killed because of shark attacks. Um, what do you say about that? Well, I say it, it's a reality. You know, I've I work with a lot of shark scientists all over the world and they, and they don't want to discuss, you know, shark attacks. So they want to label them something else. Um, and this is a reality. It's a, it's a low probability event and all of us try to emphasize that, but it does happen and can have significant impacts, not only on obviously on the victim and, and his or her family, but also on the local economy and in the minds of tourists who are visiting these areas. And so, you know, what I've done, you know, working for the Division of Marine Fisheries in collaboration with the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy is, you know, we try to educate the public about the presence of these animals and not shy away from the the fact that these kinds of interactions can happen. And I talk about it in the book, you know, and what happened over the course of the last five or six years as, you know, the number of these increased culminating in the death of a young man in 2018 off of Wellfleet on Cape Cod. 
What would you like people to know about sharks and perhaps uh, isn't common knowledge? Well, we do try to, we do try to, you know, we emphasize, you know, as a society, we, 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 when it comes to sharks, we, we tend to emphasize the negative aspects of them. You know, the fact that people do get bitten. Um, but what I want them to folks to understand is they're far more complex creatures than mindless, you know, man-eating killing machines. You know, as a matter of fact, they don't want to bite us. It's not something there. It's, in, it's not intentional. It's a mistake made by a fish. Um, so I, I try to elucidate in the book not only my trajectory as a scientist, but the trajectory of shark research in the Atlantic, uh, the influence of Jaws, um, as well as um, the realities of what we've learned about these animals and the complexity of of the their natural history here. You know, white sharks are are, are in, amazing creatures, and I think people are fearful of them but at the same time they have these mixed emotions of fascination and i try to bring out that fascination now you've done a lot of work uh, on documentaries tv programs all of that um and why don't you talk a little bit about that this is also an educate uh, a, a, a part of a plan really to educate the public about sharks and you've done a lot of work on that what are some of the shows you've appeared on uh, greg well, I've done a lot of, uh, you know, obviously a lot of local television in terms of, you know, talking to folks um, in Boston at various networks. But um, I've also worked, you know, fairly consistently over the last 30 plus years with Discovery Communications for the Shark Week programming, as well as more recently with National Geographic um, on their Shark Fest programming. And, uh, you know, networks like PBS, and I did a Nova show for PBS, as well as even shows for ESPN. Um, my intent is is to educate the public. And, and sometimes I get, quite frankly, Jim, get criticized um, by my colleagues for, for being on television, and in some cases not doing shows that are 100% educational. Um, but I firmly believe if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And and if one kid walks away from a show I'm in saying, hey, those those sharks are really cool, then I think I've, I've accomplished my job. All right. Uh, and uh, the job really is to educate people about sharks and to, uh, you know, it's not all about Jaws, I guess is the best way I can put it. And uh, uh, that's what you're doing here, not only today or in other programs, but on January 20th, you'll be doing some educational work as well. And of course, uh, trying to sell a few books too, but, um, but clearly, uh, but clearly uh, the presentation will be basically educational. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about the research we've done over the last decade, what we've learned and where we're going with it. And, and I'm, I'm also trying to emphasize how, the technology we've used or has that has developed over the last decade is amazing compared to what we had when I was a kid. So um, I hope to inspire some young folks who show up there. My guest has been Dr. Greg Skomel, marine biologist and shark expert, 
although he shies away from that description, but uh, I think most would agree he knows a lot about sharks. And he'll be the speaker at a fundraiser January 20th at the Onsen Bay Center on Onsen Avenue. Admission, $20. The event includes a raffle table, cash bar, and a 50-50 raffle. All the proceeds will benefit the Nautical Whalers Parrothead Club of Southeastern Massachusetts. Greg, thanks for your time today, and good luck. Thanks so much, Jim. Great talking to you. Stay with us. Town Square continue in just a moment. 